welcome to Leader of the Club, all the Disney news you need to know from two Disney geeks. I'm Jessica. And I am Hula. How are you doing today, Jess? I am good. You know, busy weekend. I'm sure busy for you too. Happy early Father's Day. Thank you. Thank you. Um, just getting ready. Today was a, a busy day because I went to Costco, which is exciting. Um, and I feel like everybody and their mom was at Costco because a lot of people are barbecuing. Um, or I think that's the most common thing. It's funny with Mother's Day. It's always like, oh, what Mother's Day brunch are you going to go to? Or, right. you know, where are we going to take mom? Where dads, it's like, okay, where are we barbecuing and what are we barbecuing? And that right. was like, because the meat section, you couldn't even like walk your shopping cart into there because everybody was there. Yeah. I, it feels too, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like, um, life is a little bit back to normal. Oh, 100%. It, it felt good to be at Costco. Like, we wore our masks just because we want to, I, I, you know, as I've mentioned before in this podcast, I have a daughter that has um, an intellectual disability. Mm -hmm. And so for them, they still have to wear masks. And she's going to uh, summer school. She has a special education summer school. And they have to wear masks. So I don't want her to think that, okay, now we're all not wearing right. masks because it'll confuse her. So we as a family have just decided everywhere we go, no matter whether or not you need a mask on or not, we're going to always have a mask. Yeah. We're, um, whenever Walt has to wear one, we're going to be wearing one if we're with him. If we're not with him, you know, that's between, you know, whatever right. Jeff decides to do, whatever I decide to do. But when we have Walt, we're wearing one, which was kind of funny today. I went to Target uh -huh. and there's people that had them on and people that had them off. It was about right. 50 50. It wasn't like all one way or the other. Right. Um, but knowing that I could take my mask off if I chose to, because I am fully vaccinated, right. but still wearing it because I didn't want to make Walt feel like weird, even though he's two, he probably wouldn't, I don't know, but I still was wearing it. It made me more annoyed with the mask than ever. I've had no problems with the mask this entire time, but today I was like, oh, I hate this stupid thing. <laughs> I mean, there's been days where I've been I'm more annoyed within the, oh, but today it was just like, I hate this. 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 I agree. Um, so not that I didn't hate it before. It wasn't what I wanted, but it was just one of those things where I just noticed it so much more, which is right. odd. No, that makes sense. I mean, I was the same way. Like my nose was itchy a couple times. And so I'd pull it down and I'd like start scratching. And then my daughter would look at me and then I put it back up. So it was, uh, it was quite interesting just because, right. yeah, at Costco, it was literally the same. Half people had it. Some people, you know, half the other half didn't have it on. So it was a mixed bag. Yeah. Well, uh, it, it's just a sign that things are kind of back to normal and things are back to normal at Disney parks. So we're going to start off right there today. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Man alive. It was like one thing on the 14th at Disneyland and then totally different the next. <laughs> oh, it was like you, I mean, there, I, I can only go back to the Epic um, photos and videos of when Cars Land opened up and it, it was like almost like an eight hour wait and it was like mob scene everywhere. Yeah. It was like I, that well, times 12. But well, no, it, it was to get in. To, well, the getting in, and that's what happens on the harbor side, especially. So, well, that's actually the first thing I wanted to address. So, June 15th happened, obviously, and a lot of things right. happened, changed at Disney parks. The first thing I actually want to address is there was some videos posted specifically on TikTok showing it giant lines on the harbor side right. waiting to get in um from june 15th right let me tell you that was just 
pro that was just the first few out like first beginning of the day those lines quickly died down and from what everybody that i've seen reporting um there this week mm -hmm. it is no longer the case um right. they uh, it's the the lines do not go on the harbor side that long it was just because that was also the first day if we remember that out of staters were allowed Right. So there was a mad rush to kind of get there, but it seems to have calmed down. People that I saw, they're like, I showed up at eight o'clock. I was in the park and already on my first ride by eight thirty-six. Oh like, yeah, and it's totally died down. So please do not let that video on TikTok. Everybody else was there was like, it actually is the most calm day. And this week, people there, I've uh, our friends at um, uh, the Real Mouse Vibes. Right. Um, I posted them on our Instagram earlier they're there today and ashley was like it was a 13 minute wait to get it is two o'clock and it's a 13 minute wait to get on haunted mansion it is so nice there right. are no crap like the crowds are low because the capacity is still low um, right you know they can only have so many people so they're not parking in the packing in the parks as much mm -hmm. um so it actually they from everybody that i've seen it's actually really nice um right. so um so let's go into what exactly did change um, on Monday, they did announce, Disneyland announced that the new, they would be changing their mask ruling. Up until that point, they had said that um, as after June 15th, they were going to keep masks on for all guests. Um, they did change that and said that guests that are, that are not vaccinated or that are vaccinated don't have to wear their masks, whether they're indoors, outdoors, anywhere. The, they do have to wear them on public transportation. Or right. any kind of bus transportation. For example, the Toy Story, which Toy Story lot is now open. It reopened yesterday. Nice. Um, if you take the Toy Story bus, you have to wear a mask in the Toy Story bus. Makes um, sense. If you're taking any of the art buses around the um, any around to what, some of the hotels around the Anaheim area, you have to wear a mask on that. Same with at Walt Disney World. There, Walt Disney World and Disneyland masks at Walt Disney World and Disneyland. Their mask rules have aligned now for the most part. Mm -hmm. um they're pretty much exactly the same so if you're unvaccinated they're asking that you keep a mask on inside in any indoor locations inside rides stores restaurants unless you're eating um but from what i have seen and what i've seen reported they're not really enforcing this because they aren't asking for proof of vaccination Right. Um, like I said, from the beginning, I don't think Disney wants to be in the business of asking for proof of vaccination. So, um, so, but unfortunately that is means that they're not getting enforced. So a lot of people are like, well, do kids have to wear them if they're under 12? Well, technically, you know, that's not the vaccination is not available for kids that are under 12. So yes, they still need to be wearing them. However, right. and this, I'm not giving permission and I don't think this, you're, your choice, your life. Um, but they are not really enforcing it. Right. They're not but going no up way. to people and saying, hey, need to put You're your mask on. You're six years old. You're, you need to have yeah. a mask on. Yeah. Because you can't clearly ask the kid, you know, kids look no. different, you know, so, yeah. And so it's it's kind of a sticky area, unfortunately, um, and it's not being forced. And, and, you know, there's probably adults in there who are not vaccinated, who are not wearing masks because they're not asking for it. Um proof you know the all i can all i can ask is for other people to be respectful of other people and you know if your life is your decision that's fine but you know if you're not going to get vaccinated but you know don't let's let's be respectful of other people um 100%. 
But uh, it is nice for cast members, though, because I'm sure cast members are sick of having to argue with people about masks. So I'm sure for cast members who, you know, I've read stories of cast members getting spit on and yelled at and almost in physical altercations and cursed at and just horrible things that people are saying because they were telling them they have to wear the mask. And it's look, let's all be real. A lot of these cast members are minimum wage. They're just doing what they're told. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately they're having to take the brunt of, you know, what these guests have complaints and yelling and screaming. So, you know, I'm sure this is a big, um, a big relief for cast members. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and there was a lot of cast members who signed, um, were literally, they were only thing that they were there to do is to enforce masks. And now those cast members can go back to jobs, their jobs, hopefully on attractions or in the restaurants or in stores or wherever else their regular job is. Um, right. So that's. Or it, open up a Hungry Bear uh, restaurant. I believe I heard somewhere that they said June 24th. Was that on my list? We'll get into restaurant news coming okay. up soon, but we're hearing, I'm hearing maybe June 26th or 24th, something like that. Um, but no official word, um, but we'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> um, so like I said, auto staters are now in loud. Um, social distancing is gone. Uh, no more, you know, please stand six feet apart. You stay here. The markers, all rides are back up to normal capacity. That was the one question I was wondering was what they were going to do there. Were they going right. to be seating every row? Where they're going to be plexiglass. All the plexiglass is pretty much gone. There's still some in some of the queues, but it looks like they're being slowly, just slowly removed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, overnight. They can't do it all in one night. Uh, so, uh, but it, it immediately everything changed. Every row was being filled. People were sitting together, seated together. Um, so all the rides, which is nice because then all the rides are back up to their normal capacity, which keeps those lines low. Right. Absolutely. Um, which so is cool. queue lines are like even Indiana Jones queue line back to normal and everybody's in there. And yeah. Yeah. I've, I've, it seems like they haven't been using much of the virtual queue for Indiana Jones since for the 15th. Um, right. Cause remember they put in that virtual queue because mm-hmm. the line would get so long for that. And they just didn't have enough space um, because they couldn't use any of that indoor queue. Um, it looks like now that they haven't had to use it again. Um the, some of the pre-shows that were gone are now back. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, when you get in the pre-show, you get to see Rocket. Um, that's back. The Rise of the Resistance pre-show is back with Ray and yep. BB-8. Um, yep. I so got that- video actually this morning from my cousin who's there <laughs> right now. And she showed me the video of yep. BB-8 and uh, Ray just like doing their little spiel. And I was like... Oh, that must mean they're they're back online. I mean, yep. See. Immediately, that was one of my big questions on the day of. That's yeah. what she sent me. I love that. It looks so good too. It looks yeah. so real. Yeah, Ugh. it's so back. Yeah, it's back. So all of that stuff is back. So that's all really good news. They've also opened a few more attractions. Not uh, only one real ride ride. Uh, mm-hmm. But more are coming. Um, but Sleeping Beauty's Castle Walkthrough is open again. The Animation Academy is open again. So Golden Zephyr in Walt De- in a, uh, at the Grant or at California, California. Adventure mm-hmm. is open. The Sorcerer's Workshop at DCA is also open. Main Street Cinemas is also opened. Um, it looks like Storybook Canal Boats 
could be opening next week. Um, there oh. was video of them testing today. Um, and uh, some people asked cast members and they believe it's going to be sometime next week. We're going to get um, Storybook Canal Boats back open. Astro Blasters has been confirmed for June 25th, which is next week. So probably maybe those two will be opening the same day. Uh, Matterhorn is either July 1st or July 2nd. I'm seeing two different reports in different areas, um, but they will be open for the 4th of July weekend. Jungle Cruise is opening July 15th after it's um, with its all, all of the new elements that they have installed to change the storyline a little bit. Um, July 9th, kids can once again explore the Red Creek, uh, Redwood Creek Challenge Trail at DCA. Oh, man. Um, some things have are remaining closed for right now. There's no word on when they will open. Uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Right now, that uh, is being used mostly for cast member retraining. Okay. Um, the great moments with Mr. Lincoln Theater. So that's why it's still closed. Otherwise, it would be open. Um, but because they are using it for cast member retraining, it hasn't been opened yet, so it will hopefully eventually soon. They just got to get more people in. Um, the monorail hasn't been reopened. Tom Sawyer's Island, the sailing ship Columbia, but it does look like it's being refurbed. And they only usually tend to open that on busy weekends anyways. And then the big question mark is submarine voyage. No question, no word on when or if or how they're going to reopen uh, that. Nemo's? Yeah, Nemo submarine voyage. Um, that is... I think we've talked about it before. It is the most expensive ride to operate in the park. It requires a lot of cast members mm -hmm. um, because, you know, each boat is, has a skipper, um, you know, getting people in and out, you have to be real in contact with them. So I think they're going to wait a while for that one. Right. Um, so other than that, everything else seems to be open. Uh, the bakery tour at, you know, little small things like the bakery tour, the red car trolley is still closed at DCA. The bakery tour is an interesting one because that's where the bread bowls for the entire resort come from. Right. And it has not been reopened. So uh. that, and so there's been no bread bowls. There's been no bread bowls at Disneyland and people are very upset about the bread bowls. <laughs> I would be heck. Yeah. There's some delicious food that come through the bread, bread bowls. The, the, the clam chowder in the bread bowl is the best thing in the world. Mm -hmm. So um, no word on what's going to happen there, but there uh, that has not been reopened yet. Hopefully it'll open soon and we'll have Red Bulls back. Fingers crossed, everybody. Um, also, uh, right now we don't have single riders yet, though. That's the only thing that hasn't returned right. as far as rides go. Um, it did in Walt Disney World, so I have a feeling we will be um, open soon. Yeah, it, it'll happen eventually. But for right now, no single rider lines. Um, also the, oh, the canoes have opened as well at okay. Disneyland. So if you were ready to go on a hot, you know, hundred degree day canoe <laughs> down a river, it's nice and open for you. I did. I've done do the it. canoes once, no, twice. And I hated it both times. I did it. I've done it once. Um, I was pretty exhausted by the end. I was for sure. exhausted. Why would I do that? Why yeah. would I put myself through that? <laughs> It's the worst. You're going to get your steps in anyways. Why do you need to canoe yourself around the island? Yeah. Well, and there's a reason every single person that works there has arms like a giant. <laughs> like you, Next time you guys are there, go by the canoes and go look at the people working there. Oh, yeah. Their they're arms athletic. are massive. Oh, they're, they're for sure. massive. Super duper athletic people. Oh, yeah. They have to be for that ride. Because they're basically the ones, even though everybody, I get exhausted from it and everybody else is supposed to be part of the workforce, it's really those guys in the front, the guy in the back that's really pushing that boat forward. 100%. Yeah. 
Um, the inside lockers inside both parks have also, also been opened. A lot of people were wondering about that for a while, um, but those are both open. And the shooting gallery reopened this week. It wasn't open on the 15th, but it did open this week. Um, and there's a lot of you know smaller stores that have reopened, including Pooh's Corner, Sarge's Surplus Hut, and others um, that were closed. The big deal, the big news for a lot of people, pin trading is back. Yep, I saw you posted um, on Instagram. A lot of people are super excited about the pin trading um, being back, so that's awesome. Um, the Disneyland back, uh, the Disneyland band also uh, came back on Friday, so they're doing a nice little fun show and parade down Main Street, um, you know, with Mickey leading the way. Uh, so it's really exciting, and like I said before, the line times, the wait times seem to be very low. Avengers Campus, um, it seems like there's still a line first thing in the morning, but pretty quickly it goes away and you can just walk right in i think eventually right. they'll stop um even doing that and just let people wander in and out whenever they want um you know by at least one o'clock it's just a walk on so yeah or walk in. pretty much by uh, within a month after the hype has gone down for it i think it's gonna be a couple of weeks i think it won't yeah. be much longer before that'll just be people can wander in and out anywhere mm -hmm. um let's talk about food for a second because they did give us some updates on foods um, I think some of these, we did talk about this, but the Tiki Bar um, mm -hmm. is now reopened. Rancho del Zocalo Restaurante is now open. Alien Pizza Planet is now open. Ogus Cantina is now open, which is exciting oh, yeah. for a lot of people. Um, also great about Ogus Cantina, um, the Stormtroopers now randomly walk in there and do a check. Which oh, nice. I think they did before, um, but they did for some of the soft openings, and I've seen a couple other people say that it happened, so that's really exciting. That's um, very cool. Docking Bay 7 is reopened. Um, now, coming next week, Maurice's Treats, um, which is over there in the Fantasy Fair area next to the castle where all the princesses are. And you get there's some really yummy stuff at Maurice's Treats. Um, that's reopening next weekend. And also Idle, Edelweiss Snacks, which is next across from the Matterhorn. That is reopening next weekend. Um, over at DCA, Wine Country Tattoria, the Medicino Terrace, Bayside Brews um, have all reopened. Lamplight Lounge will also have the brunches coming uh, July 9th. And then they're also now having uh, the Lamplight Lounge Boardwalk Dining, which oh, cool. it, it seems to be a walk-up only dining. That's opening next weekend. Um, and it is walk-up line only. There's no reservations for that. That's um, I believe that's the seating area um, on the boardwalk where the bar used to be. That's right. what they're calling the um, the boardwalk dining. Okay. Um, also, Jack Jack Cookie Num Nums will be opening next weekend, which a lot of make a lot of people happy happy because apparently those are amazing. I still haven't had one, and it upsets me every time. Um, <laughs> a lot of people thought that would be opening with the touch of Disney, and it never opened. So Jack Jack Cookie Num Nums are coming back, and the final closey cone Mattel um, cone that hasn't opened, which was the pop cone is now reopening on June next weekend. So cool. we are pretty good. I mean, everything's pretty much back to normal um, as far as when things are reopening. The only thing I still haven't had official confirmation on is when Hungry Bear is opening, which I still don't understand. Hmm. Um, so Hungry Bear possibly could be opening. Um, I heard sometime in July, maybe. Um, or maybe in the next couple of weeks, but right now there is no official confirmation of when um, the Hungry Bear will be reopening. So we'll keep an eye out on that. When is Splash um, Mountain supposed to go down for refurb? There's no official word on that. And I'm wondering if that's why. Um, July 2nd, 
Um, I, I would assume that they're going to wait for a Splash Mountain until at least the end of the summer, but they haven't really officially said anything and it might, they might still be doing um, um, development work on it and still trying to put it together. So right. it very possibly could be that they just don't have all the plans in place yet. So why close down a ride that a lot of people like, especially in the summer when they don't have everything, you know, they don't have all the plans in place of what they're doing and where, Right. Um, so it still probably could be in the developmental phase, um, which just take a while. So, um, a couple things we've also been talking about, um, Josh tomorrow gave an interview and he was talking about the annual pass program. Um, and he says, we're going to get a replacement program relatively soon. A lot of people have been asking about this. Um, they're hoping, you know, to launch it, um, earlier, Ken Potrock said it was by the end of the year. Um, uh, he says, uh, Demaro said that it'll, Demaro said it will reflect the behavior of the super fans. I'm not sure what that means. Um, so there's still, it's still kind of up in the air what it'll be from what I've talked to other people, um, about what it could possibly be. It very much, I think is going to be like the flex, the flex pass. Right. Like they had um, debuted prior to the shutdown. And I think they'll all be kind of flex pass type things um, because the reservation system is going to go nowhere. I think reservations are here to stay Right. because it's for Disney. It helps them with a lot of things. They can, you know, if they know that it's going to be a busy day, you know, when they cut when they cut off admission, you know, like on Christmas day, Christmas week, when it's so packed in there, they don't have angry people coming in, you know, a couple hours after opening going, why can't I get in? I want to go to Disneyland. And you're like, sorry, it's packed. Right. We're at capacity. Yeah. We're at capacity. So you'll get, they'll be able to control that. Also, they also can help with staffing issues. For example, you know, if it's going to be a slower day, they can see by how many reservations are coming in. They don't have to put as much staff, and overstaff things. Whereas if it's going to be a hugely busy day, they know they need to staff um, more staff that day. The only way they've been able to tell in the past is kind of use like old traditional, um, like look at what happened before and kind of do guesstimates. And like, sometimes that doesn't work. For example, when Galaxy's Edge opened, they thought that those parks were going to get packed and they had it so well staffed and it did not happen. So, you know, they could, avoid those kind of pitfalls and kind of, you know, and it makes sense. It makes right. sense. You know, if you've ever worked staffing, you know what it's like if you have too many people on staff on a day and they're just standing around doing nothing, you're like, we're paying them. So, you know, they know it's going to be a lot easier for them to do that. Right. Um, also, just a quick note, um, the Disneyland ambassadors, um, it looks like our guys that have been with us for three years. Now, originally Disneyland ambassadors only around for about a year-ish um, or two. I think it's actually two years is their run. Um, but these guys, because of COVID, stuck around a lot longer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, But now they're looking for new Disneyland ambassadors. So we're going to be losing our current ones, um, who are awesome guys. So um, they are now on the hunt for the next Disneyland ambassadors. Uh, with It's usually a cast member. They they talk to cast members and they try to recruit from within Disneyland, obviously. Right. Um, so, but yes, I just thought that was kind of sweet. I was like, Oh, I'd like to do this video on Instagram. And it made me cry a little. I was like, Oh, God. 
so sad. They've been so great, um, especially during the shutdown and everything. It's been crazy. So, um, Also, big news this week. Fireworks are back. That's what I heard. Fireworks are coming back um, at Walt Disney World. They're getting them um, just a couple of days earlier than us. They're getting it starting July 1st um, at Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. Epcot will get there for Epcot Forever Fireworks, and the Magic Kingdom will get the Happily Ever After show. Um, here at Disneyland, we'll get ours starting July 4th, and it'll be Mickey's Mixed Magic, which is also projectors. Um, I believe it's more projection than fireworks. Some people are like, oh, I'd rather have like the 60th anniversary show, but okay. <laughs> or was that the 60th anniversary show? I can't. No. 60th anniversary show was different. The 50th anniversary show was the best one. I, th- I Yeah, that was a really good one. Yeah, I remember that. That was one. the one with Julie Andrews? Yep. Oh, so good. So good. Um, so good. Um, no specialty um, fireworks shows are planned for right now. This could change. Usually, you know, on the 4th of July, they do a little um, extra stuff. Um, right. That's not going to happen. And right now, it doesn't look like any Halloween shows, especially for the Halloween party at Walt Disney, at Magic Kingdom. Um, it looks like they're not going to be doing any special Halloween fireworks, but that could change. But as of right now, nothing are planned. All right. Um, also, let's just keep on going at Walt Disney World. Um, so they pretty much had this did the same stuff on June 15th as we did. Um, mm-hmm. All social distancing are gone. The plexiglasses are gone. The mask rule is the same. They do have a little more freedom for the cast members there, there now at Florida. Um, cast members who are vaccinated are no longer required to wear masks. It is optional oh, wow. for vaccinated cast members, um, which is really cool because you get to see them smiling again. Um so that's awesome for those. I don't know when that's going to happen in California. I think it might be the end of the month because um, OSHA then on the 17th reversed their rules. But I believe it doesn't take effect until the end of the month. Um, hmm. So very possibly this they could follow in Florida but because of OSHA. They have to Cal OSHA, um, California OSHA. They have to wait a little bit longer. So, okay. um, yeah, so that might be happening for our cast members as well. But I just don't know when. Um Pre-shows for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway are back. They So remember, this attraction opened a month before the shutdown. Before, yep. So nobody really got to experience it. Most of the people who have experienced it didn't know there was a pre-show. There's a pre-show for that ride. And like a pretty <laughs> cool one. Um, and not a lot of people have seen it. So it's actually back. They have the pre-show going again. And this is really interesting. This just happened um, today, I believe. At the Haunted Mansion in Walt Disney World, their stretching portrait um, pre-show. If you don't know, our stretching portrait here at Disneyland, it actually is an elevator that is used to take you down. It's a um, functional elevator that takes you to the actual attraction. Yeah, it's a functional elevator. At Walt Disney World, it's not. Right. So since the pandemic, they've just been having people walk through it. And there was no pre-show in it. Um, they didn't have people standing in there and having the room stretch and all of that. Well, as of today, everything is back to normal. You are uh. in the stretching room. The stretching room stretches. Everything is back. Okay. Um, so that's a really exciting change for a lot of people. Um, also, Single Rider, like I said earlier, is back at Walt Disney World. Very cool. Very awesome. All really good, 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 good stuff. Also, Walt Disney World, um, it looks like we're having a run Disney. It's happening. Run Disney is going to be happening. We are going to be having our marathons. Um, It looks like um, that the full, uh, the, the 
Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend will be happening um, January 6th um, through Wednesday, uh, January 12th. Um, it'll The registration opens Tuesday, July 20th. Um, and then there was also other uh, reports that we could be getting uh, Princess back to next year. So the Ren Disney, for Ren Disney fans who are the marathon fans, the half marathon, all of that, it looks like we are getting back early 2022 um, for those events. So that's, that's really exciting. Yeah, really exciting stuff um, for Ren Disney people. Also announced this week, Sensi is the new official fragrance of the Walt Disney World Resort. Um, so that's exciting, I guess. If you're into that. And they're going to have, um, there will be something new coming to Magic Kingdom. The new guest experience will come to life in Fantasyland to create a, quote, rich storytelling opportunities through fragrance for guests. I'm surprised, honestly, that they haven't no been doing that, that. I'm surprised that, you know, they didn't do like a like a perfume for princesses. Like, here's what Snow White's perfume would smell like. Or, you know what I mean? Like, that just mm-hmm. would seem, because they have jewelry. Well, no, they've, had, they've had perfumes, but this is a specific room scent type thing. You know oh. what scent, do you know what Scentsy is? Yeah, it's the, uh. The, it's like the little wax cubes that you je- put in Yeah, warmers. the jelly wax yeah. things, yeah. Well, what I think this is, are you familiar with the Magic Candle Company? Yes, I am. So the Magic Candle Company, if you're not, um, they're a company that makes candles. Obviously, it's in the name. Um, mm-hmm. And they're mostly themed after Disney rides. Now, they're not an official Disney partner, Um but they have one that's called Pirate's Water that smells like the water in Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> like... They have ones that smell like different room, different hotels. There's the one that smells like the Polynesian. Um, they have all kinds of stuff. And I think Disney wanted to realize that this is a moneymaker. And they yeah. wanted to partner with somebody. They're partnering with Sensi to kind of do the same thing, unfortunately, for a magic candle company. But there you are. Well, you know, I think it's one of those things where you kind of have to... There's so much money lost. And a lot of people are buying, you know, retail stuff. So why not? Why not dig in? I mean, why do you think why do you think we have so many different ear hats now? Yeah. You it's think? because of Etsy. It's because yeah. people were making them on Etsy and they're like, wait, we can just make those and people just buy five million of them. They thought they just needed the basic ones. Right. Ones nope. for some holidays and that's all you needed. But no, nope. they realized that people will buy a ton of them. And they're yep. they're smart. They've realized that they they'll they'll capture they'll get onto that. So um I think we'll probably be getting sensi cubes that you can buy. Uh, that smell like Pirates of the Caribbean or Haunted Mansion. Right. Or whatever. Or here's the gray stuff. It's delicious. Yeah. So Here's the Dole Whip. Here's yeah. the, you know, churro. Dole Whip for sure. Yeah. Um, Speaking of stores and uh, Disney stuff, how kind of bummer is this? The first ever Disney store is closing on July Aww. 14th. I did not know this. I've been to this Disney store at Glendale, California, at the Glendale Galleria was actually the first ever Disney store and it's closing July 14th. They know the Galleria. I know the Glendale Galleria. Um, so that's kind of a bummer. That's a little Disney store history, but you know, they, they, they've decided that why. Yeah. Um, online thing now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also really quickly, I forgot to mention this as we go back to parks, all Disney parks in the world are now reopened. Oh, 
Um, Disneyland Paris was the final one. They opened this week on July on June seventeenth. So now every single Disney park in the world is reopened. Yay! It's back. We're back. I know. It feels like we're getting some kind of kind of. It's all feels positive right now, at least, right. and that's what's the best part. Um, and their new hotel also. They have a new hotel. Well, it's an old hotel. They just rethemed it basically, um, and that's the Marvel one. And right. that. Yes, that is reopen. That is opening um, on the twenty first. So just as in, the Marvel hotel, yeah, the Art of Marvel. It's I think yeah. it's called New York, the Art of Marvel or something hotel. I can't remember the full name now. Um, but that's exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, over at the Disney Cruise Line, they've announced some of their fall itineraries for twenty twenty two from September to December. Mostly just the rollouts for the Disney Dream and the Disney Wish. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I'm sorry. No, they really. They revealed them all, and they talked about how they're going to have, for the first time ever, the Disney Wish in the 2022. Um, we'll have the fall and Christmas holidays celebrated. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's I have five ships sailing. Wow. So that's really exciting. Um, so um, you can start booking these starting June 24th. Um, all kinds of great stuff. Um and then I thought I saw some articles about them talking about the new private island that they're going to have. I have not seen anything about the new private island. I don't know when that's going to happen. I feel like that is kind of gone on hold. Oh, I thought I saw um, something just recently, maybe, or maybe it was an old, older article, but it was, it, it was brought back. It might've been it's I, cause that was supposed to be a Joe Rody thing. Oh, here it is. Um, Five days ago, uh, Chepek confirms Disney Cruise Line's second private island. So they're still working on it then. Yeah, so they're still working on it, but he's confirmed that um, it's, you know, hopefully going to be going. The lighthouse port or whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah. it's on on an actually – it's not a private island. It's on an island that people live on. Right. um, But it's just a section of that island that they'll be using. Um, it was supposed to be, like I said, a Joe Rody thing. He was supposed to be a big part of developing that and developing the theming. But, um, you know, COVID shut a lot of that stuff down and then he retired. So right. um, I don't know when that's going to be or how that's going to be. Before they get these, I'm sure before they get these next two cruise ships going, it'll probably be up before then. Um, right. It's primarily going to be for the seven wish. In the fleet. Is it? Is yeah, that what it that's, says? What well, that's what they're the, stating it at the beginning. For. But I'm sure once we get these next two, it'll yeah. probably um, go to more. Um, for us here in California, by the way, going back to the new itineraries, um, they do have some Halloween cruises coming out of California here in San Diego um, uh, in the fall of 2022 with the Disney Wonder. They'll having they'll have three, four, or five. Oh, I'm sorry, they'll have. Three, four, five, and seven night vacations out of San Diego. Um, and they'll be able to celebrate Halloween while at sea while taking in the memorizing beauty of Mexico. So, yes, yes, San Diego, back at it. Let's go. <laughs> I love seeing the boat here. It makes me so happy. And I really I think once we get those two new boats, mm-hmm. I really think one of those one of the older ones, probably the wonder will stay here. Right. Well, well, San Diego will be the home port of that. Yeah. I mean, cause it does so many, you know, to, I mean, obviously when things change and, and what's going to go on to Alaska, 
you know, or even like get you to down south to the uh, whatever they call it, mm-hmm. the um, the Mexican Riviera or whatever they they've named that one. But mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I really think we're gonna keep one on the west coast. At least if, like I said, at least you know during the fall and the in the winter it'll probably stay here, and then maybe in the summertime it'll go up to um, Alaska, which yeah, basically the wonder. Was, it's basically, usually a wonder. Well, and that's basically what the wonder does now. I think it does go yeah. to Florida and do some sh- some stuff. But I think it basically stays here. It so does. I think it, it yeah. has been for a while. Yeah. So I think it'll end up staying here as well. Um, let's go over to Disney Plus stuff. Um, starting off, they did talk of officially announced the Beauty and the Beast limited series starring Josh Gad um, and Luke Evans about uh, LeFou and Gaston. Uh, they also added Brianna Middleton um, as the third kind of main character in this. Um, yeah. It'll follow Gaston and LeFou as they set off with LeFou's stepsister, Tilly, who will be played by Brianna Middleton. After a surprising revelation from her past comes to life, sending the unlikely trio of an unexpected, on an unexpected journey filled with romance, comedy, and adventure. Um, what's interesting is I think this is going to have something to, this is actually going to reveal more about the mythical enchantress. Um, right. At least that's what they said. Um, yeah, Gary, they say they say yeah. that supposedly Gaston knows more than he's actually really portrayed in the movie. Right. Well, and they had it seemed to be that they had them all under like a memory loss spell. If you remember in the movie, the live action movie, so he might just not remember it. Right. That's true. Who knows? Um, but it says um, Gary Marsh, uh, the president and chief creative officer of Disney branded television, said. Um, for anyone who's ever wondered how a brute like Gaston and a goof like LeFou could have ever become friends and partners, <laughs> or how a mis- mystical enchantress came to cast that faithful spell on the prince turned beast, this series will finally provide those answers and provoke a whole new set of questions. So I'm wondering if she's going to be the Brianna Middleton, the Tilly, the stepsister, if she's going to end up being the enchantress somehow. I don't know. Oh, possibly, because then we don't know. Yeah, we don't know what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things. That would be cool. That would be a cool little twist. And Alan Menken is also returning um, to write mu- new music for this series. Nice. Very exciting. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's all really good stuff. Also, uh, Disney announced this week that they're going to be throwing a Disney Plus Pride Party on their YouTube and Facebook pages. So YouTube.com slash Disney Plus and Facebook.com slash Disney Plus. It's going to be hosted by Nina West. Um, who's Miss Congeniality season 11, 12, 12, 12 from RuPaul's Drag Race. 12? No. <laughs> 11 or 10? I don't know. I've never seen any of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyways, she's Miss Congeniality. I love Nina West. Big fan. Um, but she's hosting it. And she's oh, cool. a huge Disney fan. And, um, so this she's the perfect person to host it. Hold on. Speaking of, hi, Bubba's. Hey, Walt. You want to say hi to Mr. Hula? Hey. Remember me from the fair? Look, see, there's Mr. Hula. Oh. Hi. Yeah. You going to say hi? <laughs> Look at that cutie. Okay, can you go to bed now? Oh, Mimi's time. It's time to go to bed. Are you going oh, to bed? Oh, yeah. 825. <laughs> Bye-bye. 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 B
Ah, uh, so long, farewell. Avida, say goodbye. Let's see if that works. Azu, Azu, to you and you and your poor husband. He is so not into it. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry for the interruption. Anyways, no, you're fine. Um, Nina West is hosting this Pride celebration along with uh, performances by Alex Newell, who you might know. Um, oh, from, from Glee. Glee. Yes, from Glee. Also, as always, Extraordinary Playlist. Also from, um, uh, I believe, um, Once on This Island. Um, okay. De Capella, which is a Disney acapella group. Oh, I love that group. They're great. They're awesome. Uh, Frankie Rodriguez and Joe Serafini who are both from High School Musical, the musical, the series. Right. Um, Haley Kiyoko, Jackie Cox, who's also another um, awesome person from RuPaul's Drag Race, who does some amazing Agnes cosplay. So I'm hoping there's some Agnes, uh, or, or Agatha, sorry. Yeah, Agatha. Um, right, there's right. some amazing Agatha cosplay. So I'm hoping um, we'll see some Agatha in there. Um, J- Jesse James Keitel, Kermit the Frog, uh, Michael James Scott and Todrick Hall, of course. Todrick. Hall, oh, Todrick's got to be there for sure, one hundred percent. Duh. I mean, um, I will tell yeah. you that I got. I I may, I may, have seen a little stuff, something from this, and oh. you watch it. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> hint, it. hint. Watch it. Watch Go it. and watch it. It looks great. It looks so fun. Um, all right, so that's all we got today for news. But before we get into Loki, we're gonna go back to Disneyland for a second because I my mind blew this week. Okay. Remember last week how we said Loki got a new costume at Avengers Campus? The right. the TVA the, the TVA mm-hmm. variant jumpsuit. Um well this week his costume changed again to the outfit from this week's episode. Oh wow. Right? Right, right. And it says variant on the back. Um, so apparently every week um, they're going to be changing his costume to whatever he's wearing on the show that week. I love it. I'm still holding out for, I mean, I know Avengers Campus just opened and it is currently Loki. But can we get a Wanda? Can we get... Uh, an Agatha, can we get you know any of those guys to appear right now? Like, just saying, there's nothing just, I want more in this world than an Agatha. I mean, I mean, you had uh, you know when it was open for the the whole dining and the retail stuff, and they had that WandaVision thing, and you saw Wanda, you saw not Wanda, you saw Agatha's chair, yeah, chair. And they added her chair one after that episode aired, which was right. So great. Can we just get an uh, an Agatha somewhere, or you know, an Agatha spotting? I'm just interested to see what they do with like, but now like next up epi- next week on Wednesday. All of a sudden, he'll come out with a new outfit. And apparently, if you talk to him, he'll talk to you about the latest episode. That's awesome. Because yet we have yet to talk about it. I wonder, will another variant be showing up? That's what I wonder, too. Yeah, that's a very big possibility. That's That was something I, I mean, if I they're questioned. already going there, if they're yeah. there, why not? Why not? Um, so I think there's a lot of stuff. I think it's I, it just blew my mind when, when I saw that picture. I was like, you mean they're changing him every week? That's amazing. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's, That's awesome. Really amazing. Um, they well, also, probably it helps to push everybody to Disney Plus. Yeah, they also did add a uh, Loki kind of just quick photo op with Miss Minutes. Oh, Miss Minutes! I love it. 
Yeah, it's just a little cute backdrop and then a nice, a big old Miss Minutes you can take a picture with. So that's fun. Is that back over there by um, the... It's over by Stage 17, which is a shop okay. right now. Yeah. Right, gotcha. Back, okay. Uh, yeah, back between Stage 17 and the Monsters in Grey. Right, okay, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, um, All right, so let's get into it. Let's get into Loki. First off, spoiler, 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 spoiler. Before we even get into this episode, what did you think? Um, I am so glad that that we got the reveal, um, that we got at the end, well, mm-hmm. towards the end. Um, I definitely had to rewatch it again because with this season or with this particular ep- series, like there's so much talk of the timeline. Timeline mm-hmm. is definitely getting pushed in our face because obviously it's going to be a big deal with everything else, with the multiverse and all that stuff. So I had to, at the very beginning of the episode, because Loki's sitting there reading a magazine and Miss Minutes is quizzing him about the timeline, I had to re- like remind myself, oh, if the branches of the timeline hit the red line, you can't bring them back. You know what I mean? So like little details yeah. like that, I had to make sure to listen to. So it's very interesting. I mean, I still love uh, Loki and Mobius's back and forth and just how Mobius really doesn't fall for a lot of Loki's crap, um, yeah. which is great. Cause I was like, Oh, and then you don't really still don't know where Loki, like, is Loki helping them? Is he not helping them? Is it's, I love that too, where you're like, Wait, I'm so confused right now. Is Loki going to help them? Oh no, he's not. He's we still don't know what mission. Loki's motivation is, and I'm no. I I don't know. Like I'm wondering what is his motivation, and he definitely presents two different things, you know. Because so let's get right in. Let's just get right into it. So the okay. first episode okay. we're seeing, we're going back to it was 1985. Um, right. We're in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. Oshkosh, at, I love that. That's yeah. a Renaissance fair. At a Renaissance Fair in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. It's a real yeah. place. Did you know? You know Oshkosh is a real place. Right? I know Oshkosh okay. is a real place, but just randomly, it's Oshkosh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. at this random res- Renaissance Fair is where we yeah. go, and we see the TVA, some soldiers or whatever they're called that are there. Yes, the TVA has come in to get the variant, mm-hmm. um, and it seems like the variant has set a trap and eventually does uh, capture one of the TVA people. Right, um, which the variant has never done before. They've always just slain like all the the tva agents but they've never really captured one before right so that was kind of like a big deal and so that kind of how it started off and then you get into the title credits and then it goes into loki with miss minutes learning about all about the tva and what it's about it's really funny i love seeing loki at a desk job (laughs) it made me so happy (laughs) <laughs> i could have watched loki does uh, sorts files for like a week if that was a show right well i mean the whole series i mean as we get into that more yeah i mean it's it was that moment was funny where he's getting quote-unquote training or learning about yeah. how the tva works and the timeline again which is being really enforced or re- shoved in our face it's important to remember the timeline yeah. just remember the timeline this whole series is about the timeline and something's going to happen to the timeline. And that's kind of like, okay, I get it. You're going to destroy the timeline. We already know. That's how we get, you know, Doctor Strange. But then after that, it goes to, I'm trying to think right away. Oh, because the whole thing happens. Is that when we see, what's her name? In the um, the, the judge? Yeah. Yeah. 
the judge and uh, Mobius are in the courtroom, and he's signing some documents to take Loki out because apparently the well, last. Do they have that? No, they have that conversation. That was in the middle he, after he goes to Wisconsin. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Because they take him out to Wisconsin first, right? Um, and you get to see some of the other variant Lokis, um, which I want to know everything about all of those Lokis. And I love that Loki was like, okay, just so they like those are the less superior Lokis, like. This right yeah. here is the lo the Loki right. that's far superior than the rest of them. Well, and you know the other Lokis would say the same thing. 100%. 100%. But it was funny to see, like, a Loki that almost looked like a Hulk Loki because he was all muscular. But he also, he looked like a centaur. There was another, yeah, I yeah. there was so many different Lokis that I was like, wow. And Tour it, de but France it was, Loki? Yeah, it was, it was funny to watch all the Lokis, uh, the variants of the mm -hmm. same Loki. Um, and then just the, so that, that one woman, do we know her name? I can't seem to remember the woman that's like the, almost like the head TVA or maybe not the head, but one of the senior TVA. The judge one? No, 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 no. The, oh, the um, other woman, the woman yes. that keeps fighting Loki. What's her name? Do you know? I can't. Hold on. Well, she, it's funny because I love the fact that she just does not like Loki and she does not agree with what Mobius well, is she doing. Doesn't and right as, as she should no no but it's funny that even like she is going wait can you turn around real quick i, I want to see what's in the back of your jacket show me and it says this big word variant on the back oh just so everybody knows who you are you know and yeah. he's like yeah real subtle guys real subtle like i thought like that was a funny little thing like there's all this sarcasm this sarcastic humor that's coming out of the show because loki is sarcastic um, her name's Hunter B15. She doesn't have like a big fancy name in the show. It's just Hunter B15. B15. Is the character name? Yeah. Okay. Um, they don't. She doesn't have a full name yet, which I, that's interesting. That all she has is just because like one of the other hunter that got captured is just named Hunter C20. Like C20. I remember it was C20. Yeah, like Agent yeah. C20, or they kept saying something. I don't remember the name Hunter, Hunter yeah. but I remember like them saying, "Oh, Agent 20 or C, whatever." Yeah. yeah. So then, yes, they all go travel back in time to 1985 to see that one of the, the variant actually has taken capture of Hunter C-20. And right. then Loki stops him and goes, wait a minute. No, he, look, this variant is standing right outside the tent because if it was me that was doing all this stuff, it's a it's a it's a trap. It's a ploy. And so you kind of are going, what is this? Is he helping them or is he lying to them? Right. And you quickly and Mobius quickly figures him out. And it's like, you're lying. Thank you. Let's move on now. Yeah, let's like, reset this timeline before it hits red right now. Let's go. Yeah. Boom. And then they reset it. Oh, so, so sorry. Yawning. No, you're fine. <laughs> um, so he so then, yeah, he ruins a little trust with Mobius. Um, so he gets them um, back to doing some work. And he wants them to learn more about the other loki variants right which loki really immediately is like this is boring i want to learn about the end of the world and they're like that's nice no you can't um right when he's with the like the file lady i don't i, I just saw her like a librarian pretty yeah. much and he's like so can good. i get anything on the beginning of the tva nope can i get anything about the future of the tv nope well what can i get here's more paperwork on the variants yeah, oh no, and here's more stuff about Asgard. So that's when oh, he exactly. realizes yeah. he finds out about Asgard and um, what happened um, and how many people died. And you see him crying a little bit. Yeah, which I with thought Ragnarok. was very telling um, yeah. with what happened at Ragnarok. Yeah, so 
it was that was really interesting to see him have a little emotion but then when he gets to mobius and he talks about it with mobius like it mentions with mobius he's like eh, whatever he moves on very quickly but so it still has affected him though so i'm wondering right. if we'll see something come of that or if there's some change because of that but he is sorry I think it's a weird thing, um, but he's affected by it. So I feel though he shows the emotion when no one else is watching him, but then when he's in front of somebody, right? He won't do it. it he won't. It's Loki. You see yep. Loki. It's yep. that shift, right? But so you see, but we as the audience get to see the different sides, and so that's why it's going to be a little different for us to see, you know, what, what's happening. Is this Loki changing? Because you know, this Loki. Yeah. And it's really questions a lot of my, my theory, like, is he the original Loki or are, uh, you know, all these variants are apparently. Are we seeing Loki? Are we seeing a Loki with the same kind of, you know, compassion that or just a little more humanity that we saw, you know, towards the end of Ragnarok and before he, pa you know, he was killed by right. Thanos. Like what Loki are we seeing? Yeah, who is this Loki that we're watching? And then that quickly, it's funny though, because this Loki realizes, well, variant, you can find a variant because no matter what happens in the timeline, I mean, he gives the analogy with the salad thing, but it, basically he's saying, if a disaster is going to happen, it's going to happen regardless of what happens. If you change, if you try to change it, there's always going to be that same disaster that happens. So Ragnarok is always going to happen, but a variant can slip in there and just sit there and do whatever they need to do and slip right back out because that, destruction is regardless going to happen yeah in, within that timeline yeah so that's what they realize that there must be a variant hiding in some kind of disaster some right. kind of cataclysmic event um and eventually they they narrow it down thanks to the gum from last episode right uh comes back into play and they narrow it down to um something in tennessee was it no Ohio? no it was in oklahoma oklahoma right it was like um, a rocky it was like some sort of in 2050. It was, yeah, it was in 2050, so in the future. Um, also, by the way, they dropped some random like future things that's going to happen. They're like, yeah. well, it's not during the great um, when all the swallows died in 2048. Yeah, that was right. bad. It really changed everything. Like, what? All the swallows are going to die? <laughs> right, right. No, they just dropped some random so <laughs> like future future disasters. But yeah. it was it, it was interesting though because there was that moment where Mobius and and Loki were talking, and all of a sudden you see Loki go, well, if we get rid of all the variants, then what happens to the TVA? And 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 right then and there, he's like, well, if there's no variants, why do we even have the TV? The TVA will go away. Right. So that's kind of how we hear about that, too, which was interesting to me. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it, – yeah. So um, and they go to test the theory of Pompeii, and <laughs> Loki just starts – and. Mobius is like, okay, just make the sound of a bird. Let's see if that changes. <laughs> and Loki's like, that's cool. Let's release all these goats and tell everybody they're about to die. Because they're right. still going to die. And right. that's what they did. And it turned out it didn't change anything. So they realized, you know, what they could be, like I said. And that's what they found them in the disaster. Um, and so they went to 2050 to find the variant, which turned out to be that's where the variant was. Right. Um, the variant, I believe, did want to lead them there, obviously. I have a feeling the variant was like, okay, now here's where you're going to find out what's happening. Yeah. And I well, think the variant was wanting, well, we'll get there to the end. I, I mean, think the variant was... very clearly um, planted that gum. Oh, 100%. 100. Yeah. That was, there was, there's always 
he wanted or Loki. she wanted to be found eventually. Right, and with that we get revealed that it's a lady Loki. Yeah, it's a lady Loki. Her name um per IMDb is um uh or somewhere it was listed. It's not I am on IMDb anymore. Oh, that's so interesting. I believe it's oh. like Seraphina or Seraphine. I thought it was on IMDb. It's not on IMDb. Anyways, which is the name of a reincarnated a character. So they some there's theories on to who how that's gonna go. It right. could be Lady Loki, or it could also be the Seraphine. Um, feel like I'm getting that wrong, but I can't remember. I couldn't find it just now um, because somewhere it was listed as that was her name, her character name. Oh, it's in the credits. Um, it's okay, Seraphine or something like that, and that was the name of a character. Um, that was like a Loki um, reincarnated oh. um, character uh, in, in one of the other comics. So people were saying it's probably going to be a combo of both a Lady Loki and a Seraphine who ended up being the Enchantress or something like that. I think the character's name ended up becoming. I can't remember. Anyways. But um, that it's funny because you brought yeah. up last week that on the file it said loki gender or gender fluid mm -hmm. and lo and behold we find ourselves with a lady loki yeah well and a lot of people called that one because once they yeah, saw that the was gender that fluid, was like, like oh, not okay. even a, like that wasn't even a hidden thing like yeah. when it finally appeared you were just like okay there's lady loki yeah so um it's gonna be interesting to see what all this is about there's a lot of theories um i was read somewhere somebody's like what if the timekeepers don't even exist no i there's theories giant like man behind the curtain bs thing well the theory is that i saw on tiktok and all over is the fact that um kang the conqueror is supposed to be making an appearance at ant-man and wasp and so mm -hmm. kang may be one because supposedly the main judge whatever her name is the character name is also associated in the comics to have a relationship with Kang the Conqueror. Mm -hmm. And so they're saying that Kang yeah. could be one of the TVA, what are they called? The, the TVA. The hunters or the agents or. No, the, the, um, the people who created the timeline, the, that are watching over the timeline. Didn't I just the, say it? What did I just say? The timekeepers. The, the timekeepers that yeah. Kang the Conqueror. I was like, I didn't say, I just said it. And why can I not think of it? <laughs> yeah. Kang the Conqueror is one of the t TV timekeepers, okay. and so that's what that's the rumor. Uh, you yeah, know. I, read, I believe I read somewhere about how this could be the introduction of King the Conqueror as well. So right, so um, it's just it's interesting to see what you know, this how this is all going to play out. And and is it me or does this Lady Loki seems more powerful than Loki? Well, they said that in um, when they were talking about the different variants, they said every single Loki has different powers. Right. So my, it's not maybe that her powerful. power, it might not be that she's more powerful, it's that she has different powers. That's true. I mean, they all seem to have different power. I mean, her, the, the sequence of her transferring her quote unquote, I mean, not spirit, but her conscience, her conscience to other people was fascinating and great. Yeah. Um, that was pretty cool. And, and then Loki's like, wait, come on, you can't face me. Like, what's up with you? And it's really, it was a tactic to kind of like keep him at bay. Um, I would highly suggest if you guys have some time, go watch um, the new Rockstars video where he breaks down all of the times. So when, because at the end of the episode, um, the Lady Loki uh, 
has all the time, the things that erase time or whatever, and sends right, that them. resets the time. The resets time and sends them to different periods of time. Yep, she breaks um, in different timeline. places, and so makes a ton of different timelines all over everywhere. Um, and somebody, and if you look at some of the little timeline things that is back at the TVA offices, they mm-hmm. show where the brokens happen, where where those breaks in the time happen. So where those wherever she sent them she sent it shows where she sent those those uh timeline erasers or whatever you call them right. um, back in time it showed it was where they sent them back and he broke down like a bunch of where they were and it's really interesting because it's not just earth it's also there was some sent to like um the planet now my brain uh the nova core planet um oh. to to um um no, the Guardians one that just Oh, the Guardians. Um, I know what you're talking about Ego. The, the... Says one ego. ego. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Ego's planet or just ego, because he is a human planet. He is a or, planet, yeah. He is a planet. Um anyways, so uh yeah, so um which now yeah. makes me believe do we get all these people back? Is that how we get like a um uh what's her name in Guardians of the Galaxy that we lost? Um Gamora? Gamora does well, that. Well, they how have we... a Gamora now. It's just oh, that's she's true. not the same Gamora as before. Right. She's and a then... different t- kind of timeline, although that's still part of the sacred timeline, according to these timekeepers, that nothing in Avengers mattered, which really broke my heart, but that is fine. Right. Um, that's a little odd. Yeah. So, I, a, yeah. so there's very specific stuff, and, and they broke down what was happening those times and what they could possibly try be trying to mess with timeline wise to right. each of these periods of time, you know, could this, there was one specifically that sent back to Asgard six mm-hmm. years before the um, events of the first Thor movie. Right. Right. So what could that, he be trying to change there or she'd be trying to change there. It's really interesting stuff. So take a moment, go ahead and, and watch that video. I highly suggest it. Yeah. I'll have to um, take a look at that. But yeah. yeah and that, that's when we see, her slip out and then loki slips out in the same doorway so now they're both together and wherever they're heading out to yeah we'll find out you know is what is his motivation now is he trying to you know help her out or is he going to try to help the tva out like what's going to be happening here it's really going to be interesting stuff um so i'm excited to see where this show goes we only have four more episodes Oh my gosh, I can't even believe that. I know, I know. Crazy, crazy. Um, before we go, Hula, I want you to give us your spoiler-free review of Luca. I have not watched it yet, unfortunately. Right. Um, but I would love to know what your thoughts were. Um, I will tell you if you, I'm the type of person that loves to know what actors are in the the movie who are voicing the characters. Did you know, and I, I did this as one of like my little did you knows, this this was all recorded during the pandemic. So a lot of the actors actually recorded their voices in their own closets at home. They didn't go Wild. to the studios. Yeah, it was that, that yeah, they that's how they filmed a lot of, or not filmed because it's all animated, but how they recorded audio was from their own houses because of the pandemic. Oh, that's but, crazy. Um, but the lead character, Luca, is um, played by uh, the boy, he, uh, Jacob Tremblay. He's yes. like, he's huge. And he, mm-hmm. pl- he played Augie in Wonder, in Disney's mm-hmm. Wonder. Mm-hmm. Like, great, great actor. But, he was, um, I believe his breakout role was in The Room with Brie Larson. Am I wrong? 
Oh, I don't know if he was I in that movie. I think he, he played up. her son. The son with the long hair. I believe in the room. He Hold was on. great. Uh, uh, I will tell you that this is like they, they promote it as this is going to be Disney Pixar's summer blockbuster movie. It's a cute movie. I loved it. My kids loved it. My little daughter, who yeah. I've talked about on this podcast, has an intellectual disability. She watched it and loved it. We oh, all lo- like you cannot. I, I dare anybody, anybody watching this who has yet to see it or has already seen the movie. You cannot not you can't not love Luca, That's the, right. the character of Luca. Like, okay. I want that little boy or little merman, whatever he is. Um, I, 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 it's great. It's a great like friendship story. Um, it's a great underdog story in um, Maya Rudolph and Jim Gaffigan play his parents and they're hilarious. Oh, I love my, they Rudolph are hilarious. The whole movie is definitely a, a budding, like a buddy or what is it? A budding uh, friendship between two, two friends it's great it's you'll you'll end up tearing up at the very end like the ending is so adorable but it's also really like you're gonna cry like i teared Aww. up at the end but it's you're gonna love i think just knowing you you're gonna love luca and it's a really good i'm glad that this came out i wish i would have seen it in the theaters because it was that good oh wow yeah i wish i would have seen it in like big screen like out there i think it was out there they 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 showed it at the El Capitan. Is that the big one in LA? Yeah, they actually had a not. Yeah, they had a whole. They had an actual premiere party. I saw pictures from it. I was like, oh my god, there's a premiere happening. There's a red carpet. Right. They, I think they had it for a week where you could buy tickets and watch it there. Um, you still can see it there, but I mean, they still. Um, they actually did a big red. It was great. Red carpet. Yeah, it was amazing. It was really good. I I highly recommend you watching it. It's free, so why wouldn't you? But it's you will love it. You will cry. You will laugh. It's got it all. Yeah. No, I hope that, okay. that doesn't spoil it for you. But I will tell you though, on another with Disney Plus, the season finale of Big Shots was out there. It was great. I on TikTok saw or not TikTok on Instagram. I saw some of the stars were at Disneyland um, from that John Stamos show, Big Shots, mm-hmm. and so they had their season finale. Um, and also, um, High School Musical, the musical, the series is taking a little bit of a weird twist, but I, it's something that I kind of like pointed out, like, this is probably what's going to happen. I said it in our podcast, I think, okay. and it ended up happening. Didn't okay. I say something to the effect of like, Hey, they're going to get Nini back on and she's going to play the Rose or something like that. You literally said that. And I saw that happening. I met, in fact, I meant to, t- I almost texted you. I was like, yeah, didn't you say this? Yes. And guess what happened? She's the Rose, yeah. She's the Rose. Spoiler alert, yeah. if you haven't watched it, yes, we're two grown adults that watch High School Musical, the musical, the series, but we don't care. And then just this whole, like, triangle between Ricky and Nini and... And, and Gina. Gina, that was... Uh, huh? Yeah. Huh? Huh? Well, hey, you know, those two have been in love triangles before. It's not like it's a new thing uh, it's to them. Not, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I was just like, oh, you're going to be the Rose. And then when she's like, she's going to be the Rose, I was like, I called it. Yeah. I called it. Yeah, so... Anyways, um, see Luca. Go watch it. You need I, to see I'm it. excited. I think it's we're gonna watch it tomorrow. We didn't get a chance to watch it. Jacob it's Tremblay a, was yeah. in. It's not the room. It's just room. I couldn't remember if it was the room or room. The room is the is the really weird, crazy one. The Tommy Wiseau movie. Um, okay, but, but room. Room is the one Brie Larson won an Oscar for it. Um, right. and he played her son. Okay, so I yeah. feel like if you're gonna be in a Disney movie, you're gonna be used everywhere. 
Well, she she did that movie. That was 2016. It was before Captain Marvel. In fact, she was got cast. They announced her as Captain Marvel. I think during the Oscar, the whole award season for that movie. If I remember yeah. correctly, I remember yeah. it being like Brie Larson is going to be Captain Marvel, and she's nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, I remember it was like around the same time. Anyways, yeah. or it was right after, I think, because I think they did the announcement at Comic Con. In fact, I, yeah, I think they announced it at Comic Con, and it was the same year she won the Oscar. So when she won the Oscar in 2016, yeah. Oh, one pro tip I want to give to people watching Luca either fast forward it or watch it all the way. There's an end credit scene. Oh, thank you. There is an end credit scene. That we literally, I just was like, is there an end? I always look now for Disney movies if there's an end credit scene. It's hilarious. It, it's really. An end credit scene to something from the other day that I watched that I missed. Which for which one? I can't remember now what it was. Oh, okay. It was something. Well, Luca, Disney. there is something at the very end. You need to watch what? it. Um, it's worth the wait or scroll, th- like fast forward through. There's nothing that happens during the credits. I mean. There's like, you know, there's always like a first set of credits and then there's like the second set of credits. The first set of credits, like kind of, it's like a photo album. So it sets you up to mm-hmm. see what happens after the events as the movie mm-hmm. ends. So it's nice to watch that and it's not going to make or break the story. But then after that is the second set of credits, which is literally a scroll. And and there's like nice little drawings. Um, you can skip through that and get to the end. And once you get to the end, you'll you'll laugh. Do you know who hates end credit scenes? Your husband. No, anybody that works at a movie theater. Oh, gosh, yeah, because they're waiting for people to leave so they can clean. And then <laughs> that they, was my they... first job, and I hated end credit scenes. Oh, yeah. hated it because people knew they were coming. You had to wait longer for people to get out of the theater, and you'd have a yep. huge line waiting to get in, and you're like, sorry, nobody will leave because Marvel or jackasses. Actually, this is way before Marvel movies. Um, Because Marvel or jackasses, and yeah. So, yeah, if you okay. if you end up watching Luca on the big screen – Wait, there's an end set. There's an end credit scene. I believe it's Cruella. Now that I think about it, has an end credit scene. Okay, see, I've yet to see that, so I need to watch that. But I we're. Believe. I think I I'm gonna save my money though. Like Cruella might have to wait because I'm going to use the money to pay for early access for Black Widow because I've heard nothing but great reviews about Black Widow. So she it, did have an end credit scene. Yes, I can't wait. I bought movie tickets. I'm actually going to a movie theater. Yeah, to yeah. I so, said yes, yes, with what? your girlfriends. I know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna use I'm gonna save. Krilla okay. will have to wait because Black Widow. I'd rather watch that than watch. Cruella. I totally understand. I totally yeah. understand. So yeah. Um. All right. Well, Hula, let's wrap this up. Tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on um my podcast Life with Hula comes out Monday through Friday, and then also on my uh, social media, uh, Hula SD. It's H-U-L-A-S-D on all the social media platforms. And Jess, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me um, with John and Tammy in the morning, Monday through Friday from 5 to 10 a.m. We still have more Disneyland tickets to give out this week, so make sure you tune in. I've and... been. I've been trying. I've been tuning in. Have you been entering the code words? I've been entering code words. Nothing happens. Good Nothing more. happens. Nothing happens. Soon. Just code. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and you can uh, find me on Instagram at producer Jessica. Um, and you can find us the show at leader of the club podcast right. on, on Instagram Facebook. and Facebook. 
Right. And you can vote for us at podcastmagazine.com slash hot 50. Vote for this podcast because there it's basically a really cool online uh, magazine of all the podcasts around the country where you can get free advertising as far as like people, you know, listening and we want our numbers to grow. So yeah, please, we're please. working on it. Yeah. And tell your friends about leader of the club podcast if they don't know about it. Yeah. Just we say. talk about everything, everything. Why not? All the Disney stuff you can hear Hula and I, you know, argue about Fantasmic. Exactly. And you can hear us talk about how we love High School Musical, the musical, the series. Bet on it. Bet on it. Still one of the best songs ever. I mean, come on. Like, you have to be saying that. I mean, it's Avi. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time. See you real soon. Bye. Bye.